<laughs> yep. Hey, <laughs> Welcome to the Work of Progress podcast, episode 89. Yeah! The Fuck year, yeah, that's the like year my favorite number. that the superior Andrew Hart was born. Congratulations, buddy. 1989. Similarly, uh, Taylor Swift was born that year. Were you really 1890? Sorry. Were you really 1890s? Yeah. Like early? I was born in the 1890s. I knew it. <laughs> no, Fiction <it's>, year. <laughs> was, uh, Good time. I was born in 89. I'm technically an 80s kid, if only by two wow. weeks. Give or take. I forget that. Yeah. That was really all it came down to. Um, good, good stuff. Yeah, great, compelling, <laughs> compelling information with which to begin this episode. <laughs> um, I was not technically born in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm Mitch, and to my left is yeah. and I'm Andrew. <laughs> as always, as always, <laughs> bro. Is this your dice bag? No, that's probably Tess's dice bag. Oh shit. Tess, oh, who for the record that? who for the record is not here tonight. Jeez. Again. Because God she's damn. clearly just the worst. Shit. Um, and we're gonna call it that. There's nothing she can do about it. No, ah. she knew. She knew what this was. She's gonna listen and be like, those fucking guys. The shit. This is what we do though. This is a, a tried and true work in progress tradition. Where if you bail on a podcast, we get to we just, we get to slam you. We just get to lay into you. We bring out the harsh words. Yeah, and it's great. It's great for me because I'm never not here. Harsh and so what's going on, guys? While I try and find this thing, <laughs> I'm trying to find what the fuck are you looking for? Just shut up, okay? Just stop. <laughs> okay, what I'm looking for? <laughs> hey, dude, I'm here. You can't just <laughs> speak down to me like that. <laughs> I'm trying to find um, this post that someone made on Reddit of, like, all of the confirmed, like, Marvel covers for the relaunch that's happening in October. Yeah, man. Because it basically tells Not us... How many have been released right up now? Up to there. It, uh, there's a pretty good number of them now. There's 45. I see... I know we have... Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, and, and the, the revealing part about it is that each cover also features the writers and the artists, so we can tell who's going to be on each book. Oh, yeah, October. Nice. Um, Carnage One, that's a thing that... Venom Space Knight. That's really cool, because Robbie Hold Thompson up. is the guy writing Silk. Oh! So, um, cool. That's, Wait. that's pretty swank. Wait, Wait. what? Space Knight. Okay. Well, Venom's been in the Guardians of the Galaxy for the last, like, year and a half. So he's Has in it really space been that long? long? Mm-hmm. What? Well, it was, like, free comic book day last year. It's not like a year mm-hmm. and a half, but like a year and two months. Ago. What happened was, when, after Marvel Now happened, and Iron Man was briefly on the, it was briefly a Guardian. Right, and he had sex with Gamora. Uh-huh, exactly, yeah. <coughs> um, so there was this, it really should have been just its own issue instead of a free comic book day story. Um, what the? Um, Ultimates, with uh, Black Panther, Ultimate. Captain Marvel. Some Holy other people. crap, some other cool people. Hold on, before you go on. Yeah. Um, what happened was uh, Iron Man's talking to Flash Thompson, who's Venom right now, and he look, basically says, look, I think that, you know, the Avengers essentially need, like, some kind of presence on this team. He's like, you were a secret Avenger for a little while, so how about you, you know, he's like, you want to go to space? And he's like, sure, I guess. Can I survive in space? I mean, he can in the, the symbiote. symbiote. The symbiote is, is a creature is from, from space. space. Yeah, he's, yeah. So, he's yeah. more ready for space than a lot of people are. So he's gone up, he's had a few adventures. Um, the biggest one was that they visited the home planet of the symbiotes, and they basically were like, look, Flash, you're, you're kind of awesome, we're going to upgrade your symbiote. So now you're stronger, faster, 
better. Run faster, yeah. jump higher. And here's all this added knowledge that we've achieved over being in the galaxy. Why? What? This okay. is interesting. Web Warriors is that. going to the be a book. is awesome. Which, uh, just from uh, looking at it, appears to feature Spider-Woman, Spider-Man Noir. Spidey India. Spidey, Spidey India, Spider-Britain, um, the Spider-Ham, and Spider-Gwen. Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Peter Porker. Peter Porker. For real? Yeah. Um, we got I heard the 2099 was coming. Ooh, that's the new He's costume. got a new suit, yeah. Um, I like it. Uh, we got Spider-Woman, Spider who's pregnant. Who's pregnant. <laughs> I like that scroll you did there. Spider-Woman. Scroll. Who's pregnant. Uh, <laughs> Daredevil is coming back, of course. Hell yeah, new without, costume. Um, without the uh, the Mark Wade. The Mark okay. Wade. I'm I'm very bummed out, but so, it's okay because he's writing Avengers, and I'm finally hey. interested to read it. New creative team. I don't know much about uh, Charles Soule. The name doesn't ring a bell. The so name sounds familiar. I think he wrote the Death of Wolverine. I oh, think, okay. but that would make sense. That would be someone they'd want to like because Daredevil's a pretty big book for them nowadays. It's great. Yeah. The success of the series, and it's got a really good reputation from the Bendis and mm-hmm. Wade runs. Mm-hmm. And Wade's so, run was particularly yeah. amazing. Yeah. What were um, you dead? Yes. This is this is almost definitely the first book to get cancelled. Just you know, Helling Commandos of Shield. Yeah. Helling Commandos of Whoa. Shield one. Um boy there's some stuff happening. Oh there. so many characters that I I recognize and love in that Amazing Spider Man one as written by Dan Slott, so Yay. Slot is staying on Spidey. The art's kind of looks like thugly. That's a weird cover. David Tennant in the buffer. But to be fair, cover art and actual inside art are often different artists. Right. Oh, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just saying, like, Spider-Man looks like he'd use, lose a few pounds off his face. <laughs> it's the yeah. superior Amazing Spider-Man. By the way, for anyone who wants to, like, play along at home, I'm uh, on, a, on, a, on a Reddit thread in Reddit's, uh, reddit.com slash r slash comic books. One of the first couple threads is about all the Marvel the relaunch covers. So if you want to play along at home and be like, what is this fugly art that Ian's talking about? And you'll see it, and you'll be like, yeah. You'll see it. Um, right after that, we've got Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man, written yes. by Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, art by Sarah Pacelli. So, so that, that team is staying intact. Uh, Miles, his own book, and he is just so Spider-Man now. Miles. Spider-Man. we got so Ant-Man, number one. He's rumored to be turning into a uh, villain come the oh, relaunch. Shit. Really? The the cover seems to allude to that. Um, it's all grim and black and white. Speaking of people rumored to become there a villain, is. Silk might also the be heading that route. Sinister Silk. The cover depicts her stealing from people, apparently. And, She's uh, working for Black Same Black. team is in place, Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee, which is all I want because I love the art in that book so, so much. And, um, it's great. We got the Uncanny Avengers, which uh, has Spider-Man in it. The Amazing Spider-Man, okay, I on, should hold say. Hold on, hold on. For those, if you if you get a chance, look at this cover because Quicksilver has it looks like a fast forward symbol, like that you would see on like a, like you know on a, on a VCR on a VCR. Look, it, it's it's this amazing. This is a weird looking team. It's a very weird looking team. It's like uh, Spider Man and the rest. <laughs> and uh, there's the rest. the rest of that team. This book is written by Jerry Duggan, who's been writing Deadpool and also Nova. So Deadpool is a member of this team now. Yes. I've heard. As is uh, Steve Rogers, who's, basically, Steve who's Rogers. basically what Nick Fury used to be. And Fireman. It's uh, apparently Human Torch, who's oh, going to okay. be on this, and supposedly also the Inhumans. <laughs> I really didn't know which, uh, which, <laughs> which guy that flying, was. Fireman! I thought he was just walking. All new Wolverine! It's a woman. Written by um, Injustice's Tom Taylor. Why does her like bottom section look so stretched? She's wow, like it this. does. Huge vag working. <laughs> Giant vagina. Well, seen, uh, the reason is because it's actually Logan in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch uh, X-Men Evolution? No. As a kid? No. 
they introduced essentially a female clone of Wolverine. X-23? Yeah, and she was so popular in the cartoon they had her in the comics, and that's who is the new Wolverine. Oh. X-Men books, people care about Sorry, these. did that say Magneto's getting up his own book again? Uh, no, this is Uncanny X-Men 1. Magneto. Who knows Welcome what to die! And we've got all new X-Men, which is probably the same uh, jokers that we've got running the shit now. Uh, Extraordinary X-Men, which is written by Jeff Lemire. Uh, there's old man Logan on there. This is a good creative team on that book, at the very least. Um, and then Old Man Logan yes. getting his own book, written by Jeff Lemire. Yes! Is he a mustache? Yes! Yes! <laughs> now see, this... Ooh. This is Nova, but Nova is no longer going to be written by Jerry Duggan, which worries me a little bit. Nova's getting a new writer. Why are there double Nova? I'm interested in that. Because it could be Rich, it could also just be is Sam's dead? dad. Both would be good. Because um, Sam's dad is back now. Spoiler alert if you're not caught up on Nova... Sam finally got around to rescuing his pops from space finally. prison, and um, the family uh, is reunited. We're so all very happy for it. It's really great. Um, Hawkeye will return. Um, not Matt With Fraction. old man Hawkeye. Yeah, not Matt Fraction Hawkeye, but the current Hawkeye that we have. That's uh, good. Karnak, number one. Because, you know. Okay. Um, New Avengers. Um, you got Hawkeye in the, there. Is that uh, a blonde Hulk? It's Hulkling. He's a weird character. Hulkling. He's actually what? a scroll. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. He actually has nothing to do with Hulk. About uh, a Illuminati, Illuminati number one. Okay. Uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America number one. This cool. is uh, more Black Cap. Or Foul Black Cap. Cap. <laughs> Foul Cap, if you will. Black Cap. Um, Not to be confused with Black Cap. Star Lord number one. That's an awesome cover. Still has his own book this uh, this fall. It's been good. It's Speaking a fun of, book. Guardians of the Galaxy Returns with Bendis still writing it. How's and he... Thing on the team. And the lack of Gamora. And what appears to be a female Star-Lord. I hope it's Kitty. That'd the be awesome. I like how the tagline is the raccoons in charge. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, if I had to gather what's going on here, it looks like, at least for a little bit, Star-Lord's going to keep doing the thing where he's like emperor of that planet yeah. or whatever. And in Kitty? his stead, right, he's putting Rocket in charge of the Guardians. See, that makes sense, though, because yeah. he's... he's Led the team yeah. before. I mean, Rockets. Rockets got a veteran presence for that uh-huh. team. So, especially if Gamora's not around as well, because I think Gamora would be the obvious choice to be second in command. But right. Maybe Gamora's the new Star Lord. Yeah, maybe. Or, kind or of it's a Kitty, cosmic killer now, who is Miss Star Lord, really. This is Star Lord, yep. I should say. They they're not actually. Married. They're not actually married yet, but they're engaged. They got engaged. Yeah, yes. space engaged. It's space adorable. Engaged. Which, in a way, makes her like because the like, empress of Spartax. Okay. She put on the ring on her finger, and it phased through, and that was like the ultimate bump, bump, put on. I'm kidding. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Witch getting her own book because uh, stuff. Hey, hey, hey! hey Miss Marvel hey. number one returning with the same creative team. So That's a fun cover. Lockjaw's on the cover, Crushed which is great. It. Her telepathic inhuman dog. <laughs> Spider Gwen is returning with Jason Latour still riding. Uh, Drax, number yeah, one. Heard that written by former WWE talent CM, CM Punk. Punk. <laughs> Wait, what? Who also wrote the Thor annual this last year. So it's not the first that. comic he's written. He's a big he's a big comic book fan, and apparently he's getting a chance to show off his, his gifts Drax. by writing Drax. And I, I particularly love that the cover is Drax in like an MMA, MMA ring because uh-huh. CM, Punk, CM Punk's carrying up to try MMA himself. So <laughs> that's a wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, Angela, Asgard's assassin, reading her own book. That's going to get canceled pretty quick. Howard the Duck, number one, yes again. <laughs> yes, still again. written by Chip Zdarsky, so it's still going to be awesome. Howard gets a new hat. Deadpool, number one, returning with Jerry Duggan as the writer. 
That's a great cover. Squadron Supreme, uh, number one. Why? What's Squadron Supreme? It's essentially Marvel's take on, like, DC very similar characters. Okay. They showed up in an Ultimate storyline, and I was like, what the hell? And it's it's weird. No one cares. It'll get canceled. <laughs> um, the Mighty Thor, number one. Yep. Still with Femme Thor in charge. Still with Jason Aaron writing. Well, that's she, a cool she's cool. It's uh, it, it is... Spoiler alert. Um, female Thor has been revealed to be Jane. Who? From Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Oh. <laughs> she apparently has some kind of cancer, and she's going to be Thor. Yeah, Thor cancer. <laughs> uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one. That's a weird cover. Vision, Vision, number one. Oh, Vision. Oh, sorry. Um, Uncanny and Humans, also written by Charles Soule, whatever that guy's deal is. Contest of Champions, number one. Contest of Champions. When Heroes Gather. Captain Marvel, number one, and I'm really excited about this because I've okay. tried really hard to get into Captain Marvel yeah. right now, but Kelly Sue DeConnick's writing just doesn't really do it for me. Uh-huh. This incarnation is going to be written by Tara Butters and Michelle Vizikas, who, I don't know if they've ever written comics before. Uh-huh. But they are the showrunners for Agent Carter, and before oh, that, wow. they created and show ran Reaper. Really? A really underrated CW show good, that was really, really well written and really funny. And huh. um, yeah, right. so written by two women, which is really, really cool. And uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be interesting. I'm excited for that. I'm liking a lot of these books coming out. Doctor Strange, number one, written by Jason Aaron, who is a hell of a writer. So anyone into Doctor Strange is the tagline Some surgery requires a scalpel, some an axe. And then, uh, slash yeah. for this one. All new, all different Avengers yeah. number one, written by Mark Wade, starring Miss Mar- Marvel, Nova, Miles Morales, and uh, some other fucking. And the Manhunter. That's, that's Vision. Man that's Vision. <laughs> uh, then we've got A Force number one, which is written by G. Willow Wilson, who also writes Miss Marvel. Cool. Um, appears to be an the all female, female Avengers, Avengers that they're kind of carrying over from the Secret Wars. Force. <laughs> The booty force. The totally awesome Hulk. Yeah. Who is the Hulk? And that's what we end with. This is the totally awesome Hulk. Number that's three. cool. I didn't see a lot of these books. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, excited. Yeah, um, I'm excited for some. I'm Same really, here. really different to others, but more excited for the fact that this is all going to happen and Secret Wars will one day be over. Finally. And this isn't all just some horrible fever dream that I can't escape from. <laughs> what is So, what's wrong with Secret Wars? <laughs> okay. 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 Sit down. Sit down. Done. Okay, so right at the very beginning of the freaking book, we learned that, you know how, like, DC has all these infinite crises because so many people keep on writing, like, parallel versions of the main characters? And they want to stream it down. Yeah, it's the same thing with Marvel, essentially. So they're just kind of like, all right, from the very get-go, Earth has this thing called a point of incursion. Which sure. apparently, yeah, exactly, it's a comic bullshit. So every so often, an alternate reality Earth will crash into our mainstream Earth. Sure. And either both Earths will die, or just one will die. So the Illuminati are basically like, look, we're going to find out ways to blow up the alternate Earths, so our Earth stays here. Right. And we're going to keep it a secret, because we know no other hero is going to like the idea. Because that's what the Illuminati does. Exactly. So at first they try bringing in Captain America. And he's like, nah. And they're all like, maybe if we build... It's naturally Tony Stark saying this. Maybe if we build some kind of, like, giant space laser, we can destroy the, these other universes. And, and basically Cap is like, no, if you build a weapon, you're going to come up with, you, with you know, reasons to make it. Let's just push the alternate Earth away from Mars. 
And we're yeah. all like, how do we fucking do that, Cap? And he goes, we'll make the Infinity Gauntlet. And they all went, all right, fine. So they build it, and they put it on Cap, and Cap does it, but in the process, it shatters all the Infinity Stones. I think I read this. Yeah, you have it. It's a really weird issue. But, um... So they're all like, yeah, you may have saved the day this time, but now that all the Infinity Gems are destroyed, how are we going to deal with these other ones? So why did it destroy? I don't know. Huh. But, um... So more and more, this keeps on happening with different alternate Earths. Okay. And finally, the last one that... They find out that after... It used to be, like, billions of different alternate Earths. And then after, like, a certain point, they're all like, Oh, wait, there's only, like, 22 left. Because, I don't They know. kept incursing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's just a on. lot of incursion yeah. going on. And then they're like, Alright, hold on, we're heading towards one really big one with, essentially, the ultimate universe. Uh-huh. You know, Miles Morales and all that. And so, basically... 616 is gonna run smack the shit into Ultimate. Basically. And then there's this big event where... Somehow in the midst of that, all of the other remaining universes all collide into one big thing, creating this new place called Battleworld, which is weird, what? and there are certain sections that belong to each different universe. Okay. It's, and for some reason, Doctor Doom is running it, and all the heroes are all like, this is bullshit, we need to stop He's this. He's like Emperor Von Doom it's, now. It's so weird, man. Here's why it's a poopy bad thing. It's so, it's just so weird. The, the biggest thing about all this is, it's... A big-time event, which generally is kind of dumb anyway. This is no exception. It's still kind of dumb. It is. It's still convoluted. And the problem with it is that it's taking over literally everything for way too long. You know how um, when New 52 happened, they canceled every book they had and they started over with issue ones? Right. That's what this is doing. Yeah. It's it's a big relaunch for Marvel, but... But it's weird that they're doing it And And the big problem is it's all... It's mostly churning out just dumb stuff that I don't care about, mm-hmm. and it's taking way too fucking long to do it. Like, see, here's the thing. It's taking a very long Secret time. Wars has already been happening for about two months. It's felt like longer. In that, t- it's felt like longer. Yeah. Mostly because there's very few normal Marvel books left on the shelves. There's a- there were only a couple of books that still needed to run an issue or two to finish out their storyline. Otherwise, everything that's on shelf right now is Secret Wars or one of the really weird, bonkers Secret Wars Battle World titles. Like, for example... Um, Ghost Riders. Yeah, or... Ghost Riders is a weird, like, for some reason, there's like every single Ghost Rider that's stuck in a Coliseum race for who the hell knows why. <laughs> and then there's Planet Hulk, which instead of being the popular storyline of Planet Hulk, it involves a weird version of Captain America running from his life from a bunch of cavemen who are Hulk. There's Thors, and there's, there's like, stories for every, like, major Marvel story that's ever happened. Like, there's an Old Man Logan series. They're doing Civil War. It's about those characters. There's a Civil War series, which I don't know what the fuck it's about. There's a Infinity Gauntlet series, which, as far as I can tell, is not really about the Infinity Gauntlet. It's about Thanos battling a bunch of Nova people. There's an Armor Wars one. There's an Armor Wars one. It's just, it's so weird. There's a uh, there's a Runaways story, but which it is the first Runaways it. story we've had in a long time, and it only has one of the OG Runaways. And it's bad because of that. Yeah, and yeah. just like it's just it's so and weird. and more than anything, it's just like it's I'm drawing comparisons to DC immediately because DC did a big event at the same time, basically yeah. about a month before Secret Wars. DC did their own big event called Flash Convergence. Oh, yeah, this is just from earlier this year, uh-huh. and obviously it's not as big a thing as Marvel because it's not rebooting their whole universe and that's fine but what Convergence did really really well is that there's like eight issues of Convergence 
And all of the spinoff titles have two-issue runs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Convergence Batman, Convergence Batgirl, Convergence Aquaman, Convergence Catwoman, all this shit. Thanks. But everyone's just got their own two-issue thing. So what happened was, Convergence, the series, ran for eight straight weeks. There was a new issue of Convergence every single week. And each of the two-part series did one a month. So Convergence was two months, start to finish, and then over immediately. I personally didn't even know it was done. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 two months, comparatively, is pretty fucking quick for a big event to just, like, happen and then blink out of existence. Right. Yeah. And now everything's just back to normal. Like, all of the series are, are just coming back and yada, yada, yada. We're already, like, two months into Secret Wars, and it's not going away anytime soon. No, it's hanging out for a For example, time. one of the big publicized series for Secret Wars is a book called Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, which takes oh, yeah. a look at one of the alternate alternate universes where Peter and MJ are still married. And they have right. a kid. Uh, and they have a kid. And it's going to be a five-issue run. There has been one issue of it so far in, like, the two months of Secret Wars that we've had. So just looking at that one alone, there are still like four issues of that that need to happen before Secret Wars is over. So to give you an indicator, even if they did one every two months, we're still every two weeks, we're still looking at Secret time. Wars for at least three more months. Uh, yeah. From what it sounds like, it sounds like all these new books are going to be launching in October, mm. which means Secret Wars is going to be happening for the entirety of July and August and September mm. still, even though we've already been doing it since May. It's a huge event that's taking up half of the comic year. And if you don't give a shit about the main event, and you don't give a shit about many of the side books, like me, for example, I'm just sitting here with my thumb up my ass being just like, waiting. Marvel, do you want my money? Like, do you? Do you want it? Because I'm not buying all of this bullshit. Like, I'm just It'd not. It's different if it was, like, a really good, compelling story, but I feel like it's not. But they're, it's not. There's so much in their own bullshit that it's it's just kind of boring and you lose track of it. They're just like they're just like neck deep in their own bullshit. Like well, I that's think what everybody doing. knows that it's just kind of this means to an end and they're just like, let's just get on with it. It's exactly it. We know what's coming at the end. We're it's, all excited we're, for the new one. Yeah. Everyone just wants to get a bunch of issue ones and like get back to their stories. Right. Yeah. Like if you ask anyone, I go into the comic shop every Wednesday and I'm talking to people about Secret Wars and everyone's just like, I just want it to be over with. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, that's how you know you fucked it up. That's not good. No one wants to read your event. We want your event to be over. You either need to do this quickly or make it actually big and compelling. Like if you're going to make a six month fucking event, it had better be the best goddamn shit that has ever happened to comic books. Right. Six months is just too fucking long. Now, I will give it this. They're, they have been foreshadowing it since they started the reboot. Yeah. Which is cool. I like it when they can, you know, they have some foresight to that long. But again, the foresight for the event is just so convoluted and pretentious. I, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't make it better. Huh. It's just, it's weird. I find myself reading and more interested in more Marvel books nowadays, so this just really hurts it. Yeah, it just, it kills the momentum of, like, everything. It's just, and it's like, what's the point? Like, when is it just all-encompassing? Like it really is. is. Every book is ending. Every book is... already. Yeah, every book is ending or in the process of ending. The only Marvel books I'm really reading are mostly over by now. Miss Marvel still has, like, an issue or two left. Sure. Howard the Duck, I think, has one more issue. It's a short run. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be like a five-issue volume, yeah. and then there's rebooting. It's going to be the same the with Groot, though, also. Yeah. Because Groot it, just got his own solo series, and it maybe he's going to have like two, maybe three issues yeah. before yeah. They're, they're like... And it, I didn't see it on that list. And, and it's like, why did they even bother starting it in the first place? It's Kinda. like... 
Because the new Howard the Duck is still going to be the same creative team. Like, it's still Chip Zdarsky writing it. Yeah. So it's like, with, uh, why couldn't you just wait, like, six months to start this book? Like That's what they did with the new team of Uncanny Avengers. Because it was like, it ran maybe four issues. Maybe five. Yeah. Because the book had ended because of Axis. And they were like, by the way, Uncanny Avengers is a new team. Even though Secret Wars is happening, like, super soon. Why? Um, Mostly because we just want to say that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch aren't mutants anymore. Why? Because Marvel wants to use them in more of their properties, and they don't want the X-Men movies to use them. <laughs> I guarantee you that's the whole reason. That's great. Because, yeah, it like, basically takes them in the room like, you're not really mutants. You're enhanced by alien genetics. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, all of us were going, okay, Okay, so they're not mutants, so well, X-Men like can Which maybe I buy, because she does crazy She's shit. She's got ridiculous shit. But Quicksilver's not very special. No, he's not. He's Mr. Runfast. Yeah. It's totally That's a mutant kind of thing. Mr. Runfast. He's Mr. Runfast. He's got the fast-forward symbol. They call me Mr. Runfast. Like, like he's like this... I don't know. And I, I run fast. Oh, I've got gray hair. Gray-haired, boring version of the Flash. I don't know. Pretty much. Because the Flash is awesome. The Flash is awesome. Awesome. Quicksilver is not. Yes. Kind of boring. Yes. But he's special. But he's super special, and he's totally not a mutant, guys. He's an alien. Fooled you. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Fuck you, Fox. That's well, basically what I hear. That all sounds pretty stupid. I'm sorry you guys are going through it. It's okay. We'll it's really tough, because I really do. I read more Marvel stuff than DC, yeah. so I'm kind of just sitting here twiddling my thumbs most of the time. Waiting. What is DC doing? DC, DC's just back to uh, right DC's now. trying to revamp a lot of their main guys to bring on new readers again. So, like, right now, Batman, for all intents and purposes, is dead. What? And Gordon is currently Batman. Yeah, Corbat. Corbat. Which uh, I'm actually fairly interested because it's, it's, it's good, still it's Snyder. It's a good pace. It's still Snyder, and, you know, he, he loves writing this kind of stuff. So. Yeah, right. And we all know Batman's going to be back at some point. Yeah. So it's not really, like... And they didn't, like, they didn't make a thing out of it. Like... Yeah. I, I think... That's why it's I... It's like I, Superior I, Spider-Man. Well, yeah, right? and it doesn't feel like a marketing thing. Like, kind of yeah. like Death of Wolverine felt, where it's like, Oh, we're killing Wolverine! Everyone read! Everyone read! We're Everyone Wolverine. read Wolverine! Where it's like... Captain Scott Snyder wrote a story called Endgame. I guess if you were just like looking into like it's really good being like, oh hey, maybe Batman's gonna die because the story's called Endgame. But it's like most people wouldn't even insinuate that. Oh it's yeah, just like you wouldn't assume that. You know, they didn't publicize it and just like Endgame came to an end and it's like shit, Batman's kind of dead. And then they did Convergence, <laughs> mm-hmm. so to just let you you know mull in that for a while. But it's like I think like. It's really respectable what they did. It's like they didn't come out to news outlets like three months beforehand to be like, Batman's gonna die. Start reading Batman, everybody. Batman's dying. Mm. It's like they let Scott Snyder tell his story, which happens to end with Batman probably dying. And Who killed Batman? Joker, Joker. of course. Of course. But yeah. Joker also dies. Yeah, he and Joker killed each other, basically. Endgame. Yeah, yeah Endgame. It, 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 it is a really good story. And it is. It, it really perfectly kind of like... It's a great ending if it, you want to consider that this is yeah, the actual... It gives one. Batman and Joker kind of a great final chapter if no one were to ever write a Batman-Joker story again, which obviously will not happen. But yeah, right. <laughs> there will be another one next year, probably. But, yeah. 
Um, the but again, point, him writing the book has been phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, Snyder's been great from start to finish, yeah. and I haven't read the, the issue with Gordon yet. but It's fun. Yeah. It sets up a lot of cool things in the process. And, and what's really cool about it is it's causing a huge shift in, in the Gotham universe itself, just because, and I'm sure the whole DC universe, I, 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 I haven't dead. seen Clark Kent get a hold of the news yet. but Clark Kent's run into him. I yeah. actually read that one. Clark Kent, for some reason, is depowered, or more to a lot, to some degree. Cool. And for some reason, his uh, identity has now gone public, so everyone what? knows that he is Clark Kent. I can't believe that was him. Pretty much. He took his glasses off in public. For the final Can you imagine time. the people who like knew Clark Kent and were like, oh, it all makes sense now. That motherfucker. Wait a minute. Um, Tell me he was just taking his glasses off this whole time, and I didn't oh notice. I've seen him on the news. Yeah, it's like uh, two of the big DC books I read are Catwoman and Batgirl, who are obviously close to Batman for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Catwoman has become sort of a crime lord in the last couple of years. they wanted to do something different. They wanted to do something interesting with her. So she kind of runs the crime underworld with an iron fist now. And she gets news in the first issue since coming back yeah. that, that uh, Batman's dead. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, just plays it off. And then she, like, pardons herself and, like, goes to the other room and fucking breaks down. Because Here's obviously cool. she, and, she and Batman were she very... She loves Batman! <laughs> and, um, and then in another fun twist, I'm also reading Batgirl. Um, yeah, man! To explain Batgirl a little bit more... Um, in this one actually of, works out really In well one of her it. stories um, a couple of... Like, two years ago, I think. Um, her brother is, is, a, is a villain in the DC Universe. Um, the, the son of the Gordons and, and Barbara's brother. I remember He's that. kind of a psychopathic serial killer kind of fellow. He comes back and she ends up defeating him, but it appears that she killed him. Like, she thinks she's killed him. Everyone thinks he's dead. He actually gets recruited by the Suicide Squad That's and whatever. Right. But the important thing is everyone thinks he's dead. And... Uh, Jim Gordon bears witness to this and thinks that Batgirl has killed his son, who, despite the fact that his son was a serial killer, it's like, you killed him, you shouldn't have killed him, justice, yada, yada, yada. You know, Jim Gordon's very similar to Batman in his beliefs that no one should die... There's the no way that Batgirl could be my daughter. Yeah, and so so he's really he's he, he was pissed at Batgirl anyway because she's like a vigilante and like yeah. if you're not like he knows Batman well enough at this point to know that Batman's got it figured out, but he doesn't want other vigilantes still just parading around and being like yeah vigilanteism. So he wasn't high on Batgirl anyway, and then he watched Batgirl kill his son, and so he's furious. Oh. And there's there's an entire storyline in Batgirl where she's evading his capture See, because nice she's like a wanted girl. Fun. And now, exactly, yeah. Now you know, like a year later, even though Batgirl's kind of had this soft reboot where she's in kind of a new place and she lives in a different part of, of the city now, sure. kind of like in the burbs of Gotham, basically. <laughs> um, Welcome to Gotham, Queens. She's she's fighting some goon in like the street and. Gorbat drops down in his big armored suit and chases away the other dude. And Batgirl's like, "Sweet!" And then Gorbat turns to her and he's like, "You're under fucking arrest." <laughs> and it's it's really great because it like the family dynamics can be really good there. It's and I'm cool. excited for where that's going to go. So that so all kind of wrapped up nicely. But it's like you can just see how that one little thing is mm-hmm. having like repercussions across. Do people know that Batman is Gordon? It, as he tells it in Batgirl, it's only a very select group of right. people who've put this operation together. Like, it's so very, very hush hush. The public doesn't know Batman. No, they, 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 they know, know there's a new Batman yeah. through the Gotham City Police Department. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. I know, like, Harvey Bullock knows. I just love the idea of a Batman that arrests people. Uh-huh. Yeah. He did, in the, I've read the Superman Batman one. It's weird because, again, they keep. They kept on making, like, the issue where. He became depowered and his identity thing that came out last out of all these issues. Hmm. So they were putting out like in Superman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, 
It says, like, confused? See issue 41 that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Whoops. Which, so so something like, really, that's kind of dumb. So yeah. something really weird happening, and I, got, I haven't done the reading, so maybe it's been explained somewhere, but they did start um, JLA... Yeah, which is which is basically the new Justice League book, and it's normal Batman, normal Superman, the it's normal Justice League just going weird. about their business. And I'm like, but is this like an out of time event? It like, feels like it. I mean, the book's pretty. Yeah, because like I, I hadn't read Endgame yet, but I knew about the implications about yeah. it at that point, and I knew that Superman had been depowered. And then I start reading JLA, and it's like Superman's here, Batman's here, whole Everyone, team's here, the whole team, the original team, Justice League's back. here, everybody, and it's like, but. But and it doesn't like explain it in the book, like nowhere that I saw it. And it was like this story takes place three years ago. Back it's when like was Lex Luthor and Captain Cold are nowhere to be seen. Slightly, yeah, the the, the current real Justice League. Yeah, it's know. that team that I'm more interested in. Yeah, and so it's yeah. I, I mean, I picked it up because I, I like Justice League, and it's but it's like what where does it's this fall weird. into whatever we're doing right now? Like, is this is this gonna be like a standalone story or it's, what? It's very weird. But yeah, for the most part though, it's really changing up. The Batman the stuff universe. is a ton of fun. Yeah. As of now. The Superman stuff is kind of weird. I like that it's them trying to make him more relatable. By not being Superman. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, that is a problem, right? Though, but right. It's weird. They're giving Wonder Woman a new costume. I don't think anything's changing about her. Um, Martian Manhunter just got an issue one, which I know a lot of people are like, woo! Um, it's, it's just kind of weird. I, I like them trying to change it with a little bit more subtle this time. Starfire, okay. Starfire got an issue one, and they're basically saying, okay, all that stuff about that we had her before, don't worry about it. That never happened. What kind Because initially when they did the New 52, Starfire was part of um, a book called Red Hood and the Outlaws. Right. Which has Jason Todd being the leader of this group involving Starfire and Arsenal. And she was sexy. And she was, a lot of people did not like the rechange. Because I she understand was, she was like. She like was Tits McGee. A little. She was sleeping with everyone. Yeah, yeah. She was just, it was, a lot of people were really like, you took I, I this fun, creative character and made her essentially a sex doll. Like, and a lot like, of people were really mad. Slutfire. Pretty much. Basically turned her into Catwoman. If you see some of these images of her, like. No, her costume's fairly revealing, well, like, she way was back in the day, but now it's especially, like... Yeah, kind of running fast and loose. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, she has her own issue one, and it feels very much like, if you ever watched Teen Titans, Teen it feels Titans. Like, like that. And she has a more a, a, a costume that covers up more of her body. <laughs> and she's all innocent and cute, and it's just kind of us going like, yeah, don't worry, whatever, that, that didn't happen. Forget about it, Don't guys. worry about it. This is probably how Redcon should be done when you just kind of, when you do something wrong. Don't worry about the gas leak that happened last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Instead of just when you feel like freshening the pot. <laughs> Pretty much. Isn't Civil War Redcon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's basically been... That's the problem about those the, uh, the big crossover events, though, that they kind of have to do retcons. Right, though, they gotta like, bring it back to square one. Because, like, I can't stand the Spider-Man retcon one, or Brand New Day. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's the thing, is is they basically did Civil War and they I had to... I understand why they had to do it, though. They did the big Spider-Man unmasking to give, like, Civil War, like, a shocking moment. But And, and then like, they, like, uh, and then they finished Civil War and they're like, shit, we told everyone who Spider-Man is... This makes writing for him really different and hard all of a sudden. They wrote Let's like, just wreck on it! Yeah. 
Because like, everyone while, will be super okay with up. that. For a while, they made like you know, Spider-Man was him just on the run, and it was really cool. But yeah. again, they were like, we can't just have this be done like this every issue now anymore. So, by the way, this and this and this happened. Oh, retcon. They're not married anymore. Apparently, the new JLA is set in the continuity. Oh, okay, so. Is that in the five years' time? Yeah, it, okay. in the current Justice League book, Justice League Origin was the first volume, which was basically set like five years before the current continuity and just explained how the team got together. And it's pretty I, good, actually. Yeah, and it's great. It's a fucking awesome book. And then, like, the next couple of stories after that were told within that same time window. Mm-hmm. And then we jumped forward for Trinity War and Forever Evil to where mm-hmm. we are today. So there's a five year gap in the middle. Where we don't know what happened. We like, just assume, like, Justice League Adventures. Yeah. And apparently the JLA book is taking place okay. in the next five months. That or makes five sense. years. So That makes sense. I didn't see that explained anywhere. It's It tells you a lot about comics when you have to go onto the internet and look around and feel like, <laughs> why is this? And it doesn't just say in the book, you know, but... There it is. There it is. So, that, there's at least that. Which is cool, you know, if, if that gets written well. I'm, I love that team incarnation and I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, you know, with it's, them. it's the original team. The, uh, the bummer of that is that we know... That there won't be any like serious implications ever brought up by that book. Like mm-hmm. we know that Flash won't ever be in mortal danger, or <laughs> like you know, well, well because well, it's it, set in because, the past. Yeah, because it's set in the past. And like we've seen Forever Evil and Trinity War, and like when Forever Evil started, like Flash was in One Piece. So it's like if there's an issue of JLA, we're like at the end of it, it's like Flash is trapped under a boulder. Is this the end for the fastest man alive? And we'll be like, no, it's not, because no. we see him in five <laughs> years and he's fine. And you know that anyway, it's a boulder. You just run away from it. Well, yeah. You just run away from the bull. <laughs> <laughs> this is an exciting issue. Oh my god! We're gonna run from. But the still, you know, it, it could be a cool venue to tell some good stories force. anyway. And it's just as fast as you are, Flash. And I mean, if you think <laughs> about that, <laughs> if you think about it, that's how we read comics most of the time anyway. It's like it is. if the Flash was in mortal peril in this week's issue of the Flash, would be like he'll be fine. Yeah, he's the Flash. Even if they do kill him, he'll be back in two years. You no, know, it's no. like so, that's, what, that's what comics are now. So it's like it, it. You know, if they want to play with mortality, that's fine. We just we just always know that it doesn't really stick. Especially when their TV series is doing so well. Yeah, exactly. Flash and Green Arrow are just fucking untouchable. That's right why now. the movie. You know, that's don't why you dare kill Oliver Queen. Too many people are watching a show every week. Well, like that's why a lot of changes happen in Marvel too. Like me suddenly seeing Vision pop up now in Uncanny Avengers and now the new Avengers book. That's basically because the fucking movie. He was in the movie. I mean, well, part of the reason they had uh, Bendis relaunch Guardians of the Galaxy was because they knew they had a movie to promote in a year. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's get a comic out there mm-hmm. so that people could read it. And then, of course, when the movie actually took off, the comic sales for those books went up, so they started, so they greenlit, like, a Rocket solo series, a Groot solo series. All all of the five Guardians have their own solo series this fall. Yep. Because Gamora and Drax are also going to have one in Star Wars. Yeah, it's all this media synergy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... Daredevil's costume is changing to be more like it was uh, the black costume from Netflix, because so many people liked it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a comic now. Yep. Which is based on the team from the show. Which, you know, Phil Coulson was invented for the movies, now he's a comic character, much like uh, Harley Quinn before him. Yes, indeed. Phil Coulson and Harley Quinn compared for the one and only time right there on our show. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Never again will that happen. Um, (laughs) So what books do you read for DC, if any? Um, I'm reading uh, Batgirl. Batgirl's my big favorite. Um, Man of Justice, obviously, I'm always wrapped up in. 
Um, with given the convergence was kind of a soft reset for everything, now is a good time to jump into books. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to kind of jump into some series that I'm interested in. Um, I started picking up Catwoman again. Um, probably gonna hop on Flash. Nice. And um, definitely Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I want to pick up Aquaman, but it's not John's writing it anymore, so I'm nervous. It was good. Um, his Aquaman run was stellar, though. It was wonderful. He only did, I think, like five volumes, but it's They're a really, good. it's a really good run. Really make the um, character worth, you know, worth reading. Uh, Secret Six, Gil Simone's Secret Six. I'm, uh, did they say that's coming back? Because it should. I think it's it only had like it, three or four issues. It's still going. Issue three was just like two weeks ago, so it should still be at least sticking uh, okay. around through its first arc. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of open to experimenting, mostly because a lot of DC's books are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like only the lowest of low rent Marvel heroes are two ninety nine books. Pretty much. Um, even Miss Marvel is two ninety nine right now, which is weird. That's gonna change. That's gonna change when the relaunch happens. Miss Marvel will be three ninety nine. Quote me on it. Um, I mean, fucking Nova's three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, Just people are realizing that they're good. Howard, I think, is two ninety nine. Which yeah, give it time. I, I can take solace <laughs> in that. Yeah, this is, but um, oh, by the way, yeah, Howard got his own book just because everyone like laughed at four or five seconds. Yeah, yeah, and was like, "Oh, Howard the Duck exists." Uh-huh. And Marvel's like, "Fuck, make a comic, uh-huh. bring in Zadarsky." <laughs> well, I understand the comics have always been kind of amusing. Yeah, well, and, and Chip's run is really fucking it's funny so far. Funny, like, the, I have the first three issues, and they're fucking hilarious. So um, is the... He's <laughs> he kind of changes based on whatever the current writer wants to do with him. He's essentially a space duck who comes from like a place of space ducks, but he's fallen out of that place and is now in a world that he has no understanding of. Um, he's there's like a there's like a phrase for for him. It's like trapped in a world that he's has no understanding of. Whatever. A duck but out of water. In this particular incarnation, <laughs> Howard has Howard has decided to take up uh, detectiving. Detectiving. It's a private eye. He's going to be private eye. Detective him. Yeah, so he he's set up a little a little private eye shop in New York, and he's 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 solving he's murders. being a detective for people <laughs> as a duck, um, awesome. which is really really funny um, so far, and that's that's kind of the current conceit of his book. But Howard's been a lot of things over the years, um, and yeah. Okay. Also, one it's of really Marvel's good. worst movies ever. Yeah, I have it. I haven't watched it yet. Saving it for bed movie night, but I have that. You movie. should call me when you do that. Um. Just because I found out in the movie, um, in that movie, he's voiced by the main, uh, the main protagonist of the original run of Into the Woods, which is weird. Because hmm. I actually love that play, and I was like, oh, wow, what else has this main actor done? Because I haven't seen him in a lot. Howard the Duck. Voice of Howard the... Oh. 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 Well, that's, that's no good. <laughs> uh. You're a bit more variety right now in what DC books you read. I read bat. I pretty much read just Batman characters. Like yeah. I read Batman. I like Grayson quite a bit. I should try and hop into um, Grayson. Harley Quinn is wonderful. Um, it's just DC's lighter book, which is just hilarious. Kind of like their Deadpool, I imagine. It's it is. It's wonderful. Occasionally, she addresses the reader. Uh, it's it's really funny. Um, again, though, a lot of the books that I really liked are really aren't doing it. Like I'm more interested right now in the main run of Justice League, but I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I was into Justice League of America, but then I got out when they changed it to Cosmic. I don't know. It's it's just weird. I'm I'm trying to, you know, venture out to read more, but those are really the only ones that interest me. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I fall too. Is there's just not a lot of DC stuff that really grabs me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, there's some books I really wish I liked, like Green Arrow. I've tried to like a couple times, but it's just like they have changed it so many times. Well, and it's just it's too much like the TV show, and that it's like a, a, a more serious, gritty Green uh, Arrow. And it's like I love the TV show. Don't get me wrong, I love the TV show for what it is. But it's like what I love about the Green Arrow comic characters. He's kind of like a funny, lighter Batman. Yeah, it's like he's a bat. He's a Batman who doesn't take this shit as serious yeah. as Batman does. He still quips. He just does. You know, he's just cool. I yeah, like he's 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 fucking awesome, and I love him in, in the one year of Injustice that we got him in. You know, because that was, one was great. That was just about the only quippy and fun. Yeah, Oliver Queen. That's about like the only incarnation like that that we have in the comics. So it's like I'd really like Green Arrow if we'd get to that. But all of the, like, three creative teams that have been on that book so far have all been doing, like, serious Ollie. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. I want quippy Ollie. That's quip, saying. Quip, Here we quip, have quip, Spider-Man. Quip, quip. We're going to make him super serious and gritty. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. For sure. And, like, it worked with the show somehow. Somehow. But it's mostly just because I take the show as, like, its own thing. And yeah. it's like, this isn't really Green Arrow, but I really like this. Uh-huh. Plus, I, I, I'm kind of taking it as, like, this is Green Arrow in the early days where he can't afford to slip up or make mistakes and shit. And I'm kind of hoping that maybe one day in Arrow, it'll end with him being more lighthearted because he'll have been doing it so long. Well, that's, what I'm, like, hope, that's what I'm hoping we're going to get out of season four. Yeah, because he's, like, he's going said, away for a like, while and he's, like, The actor just tweeted or whatever that he's done being the Arrow costume. If he, if he comes back... So a lot of people are like, oh, he didn't say the Green Arrow costume. Oh, you know. If he comes back with a mustache and a goatee, finally, I'm all in. Finally, I'm all in. Let's do it. We're I don't know how that'll look on Stephen Amell, but <laughs> so help me, I need to see it at least once while this show is going. I, I need to see him rock like we the classic Green there. Arrow, the fucking Robin Hood. Yeah, uh-huh. where he's got the fucking. We want to see it. Got like a little yellow mustache and the one thing. It's, it's tremendous. Yeah, it's fun. It's tremendous. That's my Green Arrow. That right there. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Um, it's been a fun comics podcast. Luckily, if I need a more fun, yeah, comics and coffee back for real, Woo! one night only, right here. Um, <laughs> luckily, we've had a more uh, more lighthearted DC show with the Flash, which had a which is very fun, tremendous, colorful first season. And I'm very excited to see what they do with season two. Yeah, really excited. Grod, maybe. especially since one of our favorite actors is somehow returning to the full cast. I know. How's that going to happen, guys? Spoiler alert. Flash fans, maybe you haven't seen the finale yet. Tom Cavanaugh is supposed to come back for season two, even though his character is dead at the end of season one. What does this mean? Who knows? We don't care though, because he's he's so fucking good. He's probably their best actor. Yeah, <laughs> so good. He's the um, he's the guy who plays JD's brother on Scrubs. Is that is that yes. face coming to mind? <laughs> he plays the bad guy in season one of Flash. What, what's the name of the bad guy? Our reverse, reverse Flash. Flash. Or Professor Zoom, if you if you please. I don't. <laughs> season two will be Bizarro Flash, the slowest man alive. Well, and and, and Flash is full of like time travel <laughs> bullshit, so it's not inconceivable the that like man that's alive. a real thing. Uh, of He's course, like it running is. through the desert, of just like. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarro Flash. 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 There was a there was a book that a buddy of mine made me read. It's a Superman story, but it involves Joker getting. This is such a. It's, the premise is so dumb. So Joker somehow gets the powers of. I think his name is Mister Mixelplex. Oh yeah, the weird oh, like great. dimensional imp. So Joker, you know, completely flips and revamps the entire world. He makes the Earth square. I think I remember. This and it's one. weird, but he like rechanges the Justice League because he has to have the Justice League. Um, so Flash is like super fat and he eats at the fastest speed. 
the Green Lantern is like the green paper lantern. I think Wonder Woman is like a stay-at-home wife who wow. fights people with a rolling pin. It's it's ridiculous. That's marvelous. Yeah, but I it's also wonderful. Aquaman is like a merman. It's like oh, Joker's world or Joker's if you type in like Joker and then if you can even attempt to spell Mixoplex, I can't. How the fuck do you get somebody to say that backwards? I don't by know. Accident? I have by accident. Oh, he like, made me say that. It's, like, it's a cool a, story, a but it's just weird. What a tool. What a tool. I'm serious. What a fucking knob. That, like, how does he keep tricking him into saying his fucking crazy-ass name backwards? Anyway, uh, it's, a, it's an older story. Not many people have it. It's not really a popular trade, especially nowadays. But uh, it's a cool story, nonetheless. And it just, once again, shows you how badass Batman can be. Oh. I did hear, while we're on the comic book subject... Yeah. That a one Brian K. Vaughn is writing a new story. Emperor Joker, by the way. Emperor Joker, thank you. Co-created by writer Brian K. Vaughn and artist Steve Skros, (laughs) the Image comic series We Stand on Guard will imagine the U.S. military's invasion of Canada 100 years in the future. Cool! What? So, yeah. Alright, I'll read that. Um, I'm game. Yeah. Vaughn has written it's some a, really a, amazing a stuff. Science fiction comic. And um, if I'm not mistaken, it might actually... First issue might come out this week? Even better. That's a heck of a background to get there. I know, dog. Let me find out if we're... Um... Also, while we're on the note, this next month is going to be a book that me, Andrew, several other people will read just for the creative team alone. Coming out, issue one of Archie. <laughs> Archie. Yeah, Archie comes out this month. Oh, yes, yeah. We Stand on Guard comes out this week. That's so cool. there's my plug for this week. I don't even know if it's good. I'll check but it out. Though. This podcast should be out on a Wednesday, the first uh, of July. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast today, it came out, or any day afterwards, mm-hmm. go to your local comic shop and pick up "We Stand on Guard," written by Brian K. Vaughn, who is, of course, the greatest comic writer of our time, probably. Does, now, is it him writing Archie or is it, it Mark Wade? It's Mark Wade writing Archie. It's Mark Wade and Art, Fiona Staples. Yeah, Archie is being written by Daredevil's Mark Wade, and the art is by Saga's Fiona Staples. So, dynamite team of people. Archie. 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 I told my dad that, if I didn't tell you this already. We were um, we were in Denver, and we were, he's like, you want any Archie? And I'm like, I'm going to have to soon. And he thought that was the funniest thing ever. So we're like, yeah, a lot of good, you know, amazing writer, amazing artist reading, you know, writing this character. I gotta do it, man. I guess I have to. I gotta do it. And he just thought that was the funniest thing. I cannot not read Archie now. If nothing else, I'll just look at the fucking pictures. Uh-huh. And just be like, Fiona mm-hmm. Staples is, for my money, the, the best artist in comics today. And Mark Wade's, you know, in the conversation for one of the best writers, so. I that's like him. His fun. run on Daredevil got the uh, Eisner Award? Weird. Yeah. And, of course, he's writing The Avengers now. Which, which I will totally read. Yes, so hard. I'll read it so hard. I finally have a reason to read an Avengers book. I know, right? I really just don't like the Avengers books. I really, I was okay with Mighty Avengers because it's a lot of street level characters. Yeah, it's like Luke. Okay, I'm gonna have to get going soon. Um, It was when Infinity was going around, where the Avengers were off in space fighting guys, and then everyone else was fighting Thanos, his generals and shit. shit. Luke Cage and a handful of other random kind of C to F-listers 
all kind of come together, and he's all like, Avengers Assemble! If you go back, and like, in my, uh, I think, Moments That Made Us Cry or whatever, I think I mentioned it briefly in that one too, but um, all of just a handful of just, you know, street-level characters all come together like, you know, we're going to be Avengers for the people, so people can call us up about crazy shit happening and we'll save the day. And it's pretty cool. It's been pretty good for the most part. Um, I haven't read any of this newer stuff since um, Sam Wilson was on, like, Falcon. Falcon was on the team before he became Captain America. And then the book changed to being called Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. I haven't gotten to read that run, but I like the team. Cool beans. Mm -hmm. I would check that out. That's been my favorite one so far. Right. They fight Shumagorath in their first arc. Shumagorath. Fantastic. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and wrap up if Mitch has to be running. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, clean this bitch up a little bit. Uh, Mitch, Ian, either of you have anything to plug for you weird? Um, if you're in Springfield, Missouri, um, the last two weeks of August, somehow, some way, I am going to be in Midsummer Night's Dream as the role of Demetrius. Um... It's one of the more important roles, so once again, I have no idea how I'm going to deal with that on top of all of my traveling with the remaining good of summer and school year starting up. But anyway, check it out, because it will be great. It will be in the park, therefore free. Um, you can't beat that price. Shakespeare in the park. Shakespeare in the park. We, I will probably post more about it on our Facebook page as we get closer. Um, my website is in the works. I'm getting my laptop fixed soon, so I can really start hammering down that. Um... A new thing, if you're curious uh, and would like me to read um, or perform any like any speech from anything as a certain voice, I will do my best and it will be part of my many upcoming um, voice audition material, which would be fun and goofy. So if you want me to read like a super serious speech in like, a Kermit the Frog voice, I will do my best to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Here's that's what I'm hoping to do. Uh, that's my big plug. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. No, um, that I'm well, on top of that, uh, Brian K. Vaughn comic coming out tomorrow. Heck yeah. I would also like to mention that a band came out with an album today, a band that uh, I am familiar with and that Mitch is familiar with, because Mitch has started a music video for them. Um, X Ambassadors, <laughs> a uh, lovely um, alternative rock band, came out with their debut album today. Uh, it is called VHS, and it features Woo! their number one hit song, Renegades, Renegades, which you've probably heard on an alternate rock radio if you listen to that sort of thing, or if you've seen it on a Jeep commercial. Um... Either way, uh, their song Jungle is also on there that they did with Jamie and Commons and was just about in every sports commercial for about a year. So uh, you might have heard a song or two by them. Even if you haven't, I highly suggest you check this record out. Again, the name of the band is X Ambassadors, and the record is called VHS. It is in stores today. Woo! So get on that. Um, also, while you're at it, check out our awesome music video. Yeah, also I have a music video on uh, my YouTube page about that. I might put that in the link for this podcast that I made with Mitch. Woo! Star of the show. And several other people. Raging Alcoholic. Um, and other than that, um, another band came out with an album today, a band called Aranda, uh, who's really, really good. And um, also Senses Fail came out with their new album today. So a lot of new music today if you're into that sort of thing. But I most recommend X Ambassadors. And again, if you're at your comic shop tomorrow, pick up Brian K. Vaughn's new work because it's going to be a masterpiece, probably. Or it'll be another X Machina and I'll forget about it in <laughs> two weeks. Um, until then... Um, starting on my left, we have... Oh, Mitch. Ian. You're sitting across from me. That was tough. Starting on my left, we have nobody. <laughs> starting across from me, we have Mitch. <laughs> Ian. And as always, I'm Andrew. Thank you for listening to Work in Progress... Thank you for listening to Work in Progress podcast. <laughs> episode it. 89. 
Stay tuned next week for episode 90, and as always, stay tuned to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and everything in between for updates on what we are up to. And as always, we appreciate the support. So say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.